Tales into the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof! We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, you're listening to Housing for the Aged Action Group's show Raise the Roof, all about older people and housing issues. My name is Fiona and today I am going solo. My co-host Shane is not in the studio with me today. He did the show by himself last time and so it's my turn this time. Today we're going to be talking about um, older people and LGBTI issues, particularly because it's midsummer in Victoria at the moment, which is an annual festival um, celebrating, as they say, queer art and culture, although the word queer is a little bit contentious in our older LGBTI groups, so perhaps I won't say queer again, but you get the idea. So first of all, we're going to have an interview with one of our LGBTI reference group members, Robert, who has come into the studio just now, and I've interviewed him about his experience at Midsummer and some plans for the future. Um, And then after that, um, once I come back from that interview, I'll tell you a little bit about what we did over the weekend at Midsummer, our survey that's open at the moment, and um, how you can find out more about um, about how to get involved. So firstly, I'm going to uh, hear, go straight into Robert's interview. We're joined in the studio today by Robert, who is a member of HAG's LGBTI reference group. How are you going today, Robert? I'm great, thank you. We've asked you in today to talk a little bit about a couple of things. It's Midsummer month in Victoria at the moment. Um, and there's also a conference coming up in which we're talking about um, older people and housing. But before we started, I wanted you to perhaps tell us a little bit about how you first found out about HAG's LGBTI reference group and what attracted you to joining it. Okay. Um, I first found out about it through a newsletter. I think it was from the city of Melbourne. Um, and they had a um, a session about older LGBTI people being um, homeless and how it was so easily to slip into that. Mm. And so that was my first introduction and I joined straight away because I'd always been an activist in ways. I, I, marriage equality was something that was huge for me, so I was always at the rallies and all that kind of thing. And so this was something new to, to start being a supporter for. So have you been an activist your whole life or has that been something that you've come to um, in later years? In my later life, yeah, probably over the last 20 years. Um, you know, I retired fairly early, so I had a lot of time on my hands. And so I then wanted things to do. And, you know, so human rights is a big thing for me. So that's why I, I became an activist. That's great. And so you were involved with the marriage equality debate back in the... What year was that? When did that 2004 start? 2004 it started. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And housing and homelessness was something that you thought you could perhaps contribute to, so you joined the group. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. So it was midsummer over the weekend. Uh, you were at the carnival. I was. How did you find it? What is it like as an older person in a in such a glittery and fabulous carnival? Well, <laughs> I found it a little bit overwhelming, to be honest. Well, no, I love it. I mean, I've been going for like 25 years, yeah. so... It's great to see the, the community develop. I mean, the colour yesterday and the number of people was just phenomenal. Yeah. It was like, you know, 
everyone's back and you could tell and, and, you know, they were ready to party and ready to, to start living life. And I find that, you know, with, with gay and lesbian people generally, they're more visible, they're, there's much more going on, there's much more um, council support, there's programs, all this kind of stuff that's just never happened before. And, and it's all, be, I think, because of marriage equality, it just seems to have started then and, and now it's really coming into its own. Much more visible. Yeah. So what was it like 25 years ago at Midsummer? What sort um, of things happened then? It was very, very, not anywhere near as colourful and it was, you know, very straight, very, you know, gay male couples and female couples. There mm. was no transgender people. You know, drag queens was, was the most you got yeah. close to, to transgender people. Um, and so, you know, so the diversity that's come out, you know, in the last... 10 or 15 years, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I feel, you know, we've had our time and we've got most of what we wanted. It's time for them to to start coming to the forefront and getting what they want. Yeah, that's, yeah, I agree. And with the, I guess I also noticed there was lots of families as well, yeah. kids and dogs and yeah. all sorts of things. It was much more kind of diverse than it used to be. Exactly. Nothing like that, you know, 25 years ago. Even fifteen years ago, yeah, they've you know Midsummer's done a great job of starting to include everybody into the into the gay and lesbian community. Yeah, and it's a whole month of programs as well, um, focused on various different events, not just the carnival on the weekend. I think the Pride March might be this weekend coming no, up. No, weekend after. Weekend after, yeah. yeah. Uh, will you be going to that? I will indeed. <laughs> with with yeah. a new group that I've joined as well. And what's that group? Um, they're called Bent Twigs. Oh, I've heard about them. Oh, have you? Yeah, tell me about them. Oh, okay. They're a, a group run by the city of Yarra from the com, sorry, the, from the Collingwood Town Hall. It's just a, a discussion group of older gay men who talk about you know their problems, how to navigate health systems, what their problems are, just have a laugh, um, just a social get together, and we do outings every month as well. And for this year, we're um, Marching in Pride March for the very first time. So, fantastic. So this is, apart from this publicity, we're also getting another publicity through another show. Oh, great. Yeah. On 3CR? I think so, yes. Oh, fantastic. That's mm. great. Um, so we might just swing back around to housing and homelessness and and what um, HAG is doing with the older LGBTI folk. Yeah. I think one of the things that we have noticed in speaking to older people is that there's a lack of awareness of, like you say, how to access services and what's available, um, and as well as providing kind of peer support the group that we've established, the idea of that is to also reach out to people who might not be getting the information. Is that something that you found in your lived experience, I guess, being a person in the community um, that older LGBTI people are either reluctant to get help or don't know where to go for help? Is that something that rings true to you? Yeah, no, it hasn't happened to me. But w- You're a bit of first... a doer though, aren't you? Well, yes, I am. That's very true. Yeah. But at the, the first session that we um, had at HAG where I was introduced to them, they went through a few stories from people who'd, who'd fallen through the cracks and, and got themselves into this situation through no fault of their own. Mm. And then they didn't know what to do. They were they were doubly, um, you know, discriminated against being LGBTI and old. Mm. And so, you know, they didn't know where to turn to. They didn't have any ideas about what to do uh, because they'd never thought about this situation ever coming up. Yeah. So, you know, that that's what really got me to join because it's a double whammy. You, 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 you're hit from both sides and 
you know, you feel helpless. Yeah. One of the things I noticed, we had a stall at Midsummer on the weekend and we were asking people to fill out surveys about their housing circumstances. Um, and I noticed a lot of people were sort of recoiling from the word aged and saying things like, that's not me, I'm not there yet. And there's this perception, firstly, that ageing is bad, but also that aged means residential aged care and nursing homes. Yeah. And it took quite a lot of talking and encouragement to get people to sort of sit down and have a chat with us because their first perception was, no, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a barrier that we need to get over, exactly. not just in, in the LGBTI community, but, but more broadly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, coming up in February, there is a conference in Adelaide called the Better Together Conference, which is the fifth um, national conference for LGBTI issues. And traditionally, there hasn't been much of a focus on older people. Have you been to one of those conferences before or is this will this be your first time? This, this is my first one. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed there's a couple of things about um, ageing. Is there anything on the program that you're particularly interested in that piqued your interest? No, no, not really. I just thought the, the, the whole idea of better together, which is, you know, so true in life for, for everything. Um, because I mean, as the um, old people's home for um, teenagers proved that we feel that we're, we're separate people, we're separate generations, mm. and yet we have so much in common. Mm. And, you know, the Better Together Conference is a place where, you know, we can build those kinds of connections that, that we need. Yeah. And, and, you know, young people don't appreciate what we've been through and we don't appreciate the, live, the life that they have now and, you know, is, is totally foreign to us yeah. in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for all the generations to meet and talk about issues. Exactly. Um, I, I'm not, I haven't looked too closely, but I believe there's... Is there a dinner? Is there opportunities to socialise or will yeah. it all be very heavy, do you think? No, no, no. There's an opening night party on the Ooh. Thursday night before... To, to get everyone in the mood. Um, and yes, there's a, a dinner on the Friday night and I think there's an, an informal thing after the, the Saturday night session, so the Saturday session. Great networking opportunity exactly. as well. Yeah. yeah. And who else is going with you? Do you have um, some mates going? No, well, a couple. one other guy from the LGBTI reference group at HAG um, and they're Fiona uh, Waters, the... Coordinator of yeah, the group. Yeah, of the group. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so... I don't really have anything else to ask you, but if there was anything that you wanted listeners to know, what would you what would you want to tell them? What was the number one thing that you'd like listeners to know about? Um, maybe just, although it's probably not something you really think about, but think about what might happen if you were homeless. Mm. If you didn't have a home, that's that's really something that everyone needs, and uh, you know, if through no fault of your own you found yourself homeless. What would you do? Do you have um, friends? Think about it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you have um, support systems? Because if it happens to you, you're going to be so stressed that you won't be in any kind of situation to think rationally about it. Mm. So, you know, forearmed is forewarned. That's a very, very good advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Robert. Um, right. And, yeah, we look forward to hearing about how the conference goes. Great. I hope you enjoy yourself. I'm sure you will. I will. It's great to have you on board and, um, and we'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, Fiona. Thank you. Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. 
The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity, and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter. I'm Peru's Indigenous president has been overthrown. Support the uprising to protect land and water and fight for a new Peru. Come to our fundraiser, Peruvian food, music and culture, featuring Melbourne's own Amazonian cumbia band, Chicha Yeye, Lockdown Studios, 329 Johnson Street, Abbotsford, Saturday 4th of February at 8pm. Find us on Facebook, search Latin Revolution Peru. El momento es ahora. Did you miss 3CR's broadcast of the inaugural historic first Trans Pride March Melbourne on Sunday 13 November? Perhaps you want to break a binary and listen to it again. Well, either way, you can. It's now available for listening at 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. Join in the historic occasion and support our trans and gender diverse communities here in NAM. 3CR Radical Radio, proudly supporting trans and gender diverse people as part of diversity in NAM. 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. Welcome back. You're listening to 3CR, Raise the Roof, a Housing for the Aged Action Group's radio show about older people and housing. We've just been listening to Robert, one of the members of HAG's LGBTI reference group. And in that interview, I mentioned that HAG staff and volunteers were at Midsummer this weekend just gone, talking to a range of different older people about their housing issues and their housing circumstances. And as I mentioned in that interview, there were a few people that were reluctant to fill out the survey because firstly, they thought they weren't older and it wasn't for them. And secondly, because um, they didn't think that they were in a housing crisis. But what we noticed when we did this survey in 2020 was that lots of people were at risk of homelessness and didn't actually realise that. Um, so once we delved a little bit deeper, we realised that, um, you know, they were one rent payment away from potentially losing their house or if they lose, lost their job, they weren't going to be able to pay the mortgage. Um, if they had some sort of injury or accident that affected their mobility, they wouldn't be able to get up and down the stairs. And all of these things affect people's housing. So the survey is actually open again now. It's Although we did have some paper copies at Midsummer, um, it would be great if people could fill out that survey online just because it makes um, everybody's lives a little easier. But we do understand that there's barriers to accessing that. So um, happy to talk to people over the phone as well if they're interested. But if you do have access to the internet and you're interested in completing the survey, 
our target is people who are aged um, 50 years and older who identify as part of the LGBT or I community. And we are really wanting to hear about the housing circumstances and the aspirations of older LGBTI people, not only to identify where the need might be, but also to help us advocate for better housing outcomes and housing options for older LGBTI people as well. We did have quite a number of service providers come up to us during our stall too who were talking about different programs that have started. Um, There's a number of different exciting initiatives happening. We might get some of those people on the show in future so you can hear exactly what's happening, which is all very exciting. Um, So the website, um, our website, oldertenants.org.au, has the survey on it. You need to click on Diverse Communities and then look for LGBTI and then the survey's there. But we might try and put it up um, closer to the front page so it's easier to find. Also, as I mentioned, really happy to have those questions talked about over the phone if that's easier for people um, and face-to-face as well. It's quite a long survey just be warned, quite a number of pages. Um, But it's the only piece of research of this type that's happening. There's a real gap in the knowledge um, in in the research generally about LGBTI people, particularly about older people and even less about housing. So it's really important for people to jump online and give us some really great data. Obviously, completely confidential, can't be identified. You can say what you like on there and, and we won't be able to identify you with it. We did hear a little bit of feedback that some of the vouchers, we were giving out $10 gift vouchers um, on the day and we heard that some of those have expired. So apologies to anybody at Midsummer that received a expired voucher. Did not realise that was going to happen. I'm really sorry um, if you did get one of those and you took it into Coles and it was declined. Deepest apologies you're more than welcome to have that replaced. Just um, get in contact with us at the office. I'll give out the contact details at the end and we will most happily replace that. A bit embarrassing for everybody involved. Really sorry about that. Um, so I also wanted to mention a couple of events that are coming up as part of the midsummer period. It, we were funded through the Pride, um, Pride events to hold some events in the next month or so, which we're um, focusing in in a number of different areas around town because we really wanted to kind of get out of the city and into some of the the suburbs. So I'm just going to quickly find those for you. Hang on one moment while I look it up. Okay, here we go. So there's four events. Um, And they are part of the Loud, Proud and Unhoused program that we were funded recently for, which thanks very much, Victorian Government, for that. Um, The first one, which is coming up pretty soon, is um, going to be in Coburg at the Coburg Library on the 20th of February um, between 2 and 4 p.m. And that will be attended by some of our community educators, such as the lovely Robert, who we heard earlier as well as some of our staff members. And it's an option for um, older LGBTI folk to sit down, have a cup of tea and chat about what their options may be in the future if they're starting to think about their housing or if they have a friend or a family member who may be thinking about their housing. Also uh, talking about aged care. Um, So when we say aged care, we don't mean nursing homes. We mean things like services that you might be able to get to help you stay in your own home 
such as shopping assistance or assistance with cleaning, um, assistance with um, personal care, um, home care, things like that. So if you have any questions about that, wondering about how you access it, um, wondering what you might be eligible for, please do come to the Coburg Library on the 20th of February. The next one after that, same content, different location, 31st of March, between two and four at the Footscray Library, good old Footscray. Um, that's, a, that's another afternoon cup of tea session. And then we have one at the Victorian Pride Centre on the 17th of March, between two and four. And the last one of the series is at the Turak South Yarra Library on the 26th of April. So hopefully one of those is close to where you are and you might be interested in popping in. Our project worker, Fiona Waters, is extremely excited because she has purchased a badge maker for the purposes of these events and is very, very excitedly planning what sort of badges people might like to make. So if you have a bit of an artistic bent or even if you don't, you just want to have a badge that says something cool, definitely come along. Um, the badge maker will be there with bells on, as will Fiona. And yeah, we will be um, hosting those events across all of those locations. They're all up on our website too, which again is www.oldertenants.org.au. I am not in love, but I'm open to persuasion. When you think of community, uh, think of 3CR. When you think of radio, think of 3CR. This is Joan Armour Trading asking you to support your community radio station, 3CR, the only alternative. Welcome back. You're listening to 3CR. I wanted to talk about a couple of other things that are happening in New South Wales because the New South Wales election is coming up in um, March and this is an opportunity for, um, for us to talk about the situation in New South Wales where you need to be 80 to get priority on the priority housing list and there's no specialist service for older people and housing. So one of the things that we've been working on in New South Wales with our partners in the Aging on the Edge Coalition is trying to convince the government and candidates in the upcoming election to support our main asks around um, a couple of things, one being lowering the priority age, another being setting up an, uh, a service in New South Wales similar to um, what's been happening in Victoria and now in Queensland as well. We commissioned some research with some of our research partners. We have three universities beavering away, looking at the census data, crunching all of the numbers and going through gigantic spreadsheets to try and tell us about the situation for older people and housing and homelessness, looking at the household data from the 2021 census. And they've managed to break it down into all of the states, even down to the LGA, into the local government areas as well, looking at what's changed over the last 10 years between um, the 2011 and the 2021 census. Are things getting better or are they getting worse for older people? And as you can probably imagine, there's a lot more people, older people, aged 55 years and older, living in private rental 
there's more older people who are retiring with a mortgage. And um, both of those things are alarm bells for us because it means that they could be placed in a situation where they can't afford the rent and they can't afford the mortgage on the pension. And all of a sudden, with a very few housing options, they find themselves in real trouble. So we're hoping to hold a series of launches around the country of this research in the coming months as we pull it together um, and publish that and hopefully get some media and get some attention from the various politicians, particularly in the lead up to the New South Wales election in March. So the first event that we're holding is on the 6th of February um, and that is going to be at the Grace Hotel, which is 77 York Street in Sydney. It's going to be launching our new research report on the census data, which is really exciting, but it's also going to have some great speakers who will be talking about um, what they're planning on doing um, about this issue, particularly as a lot of them are politicians. So we'll be having Rose Jackson, MLC, who is the Labor member for the New South Wales Legislative Council, and she's also the Shadow Minister for Water, Housing and Homelessness. We'll have Alex Greenwich, MP, who is an independent member for Sydney, and he has been um, quite active in the Homelessness Council and trying to get the inquiry up. We have Jenny Leong, MP, who is the Greens member for Newtown, and she's also the spokesperson for housing and renters' rights in New South Wales. And presenting on our research is Associate Professor Emma Power, who is um, an associate professor at the Western Sydney University and, yeah, really has done some great work, particularly on older women living in private rental, but she'll be talking about the research that we'll be launching that day. And we'll have Trina Jones, who is the CEO of Homelessness New South Wales, who has a lot of experience in dealing with complex issues and is a great speaker. There's going to be a performance by the Older Women's Network Theatre Group and it will all be hosted by um, a woman with lived experience who is um, Glamoury Frost, who's a fantastic advocate for the issues of older people, uh, particularly older women and homelessness in New South Wales. So if you are a Sydney sider, do come down. Um, if not, it will be streamed online, I believe, um, which was pretty exciting. And we will have the reports up online as well. So you'll be able to dig down into that data and look at the trends, what's happened over time. And sadly, one of the things that the census did show was that there's less public and community housing tenants than there was 10 years ago as well. So not only is the the numbers of people increasing in unaffordable and insecure private rental, there's also less people in public and community housing too, and that's partly because of the lack of stock not keeping up with the demand. None of these issues are new, I know, to HAG listeners, but we know that politicians do like a little bit of data, so um, hopefully with a little bit of pressure on them and these new pieces of information, we'll be able to make some real change in the upcoming state election in New South Wales. That's just about all we have time for. Um, I am going to now find our phone number because I know that I mentioned a couple of things about getting some assistance. Um, so if you are an older person, age 50 years and older, and would like to have a chat about your housing options, you are more than welcome to get in contact with one of our lovely intake staff. Um, and the phone number is 1300 765 and we also have interpreters. I should say that. We don't say that enough, but we have interpreters and we also have bilingual staff. Um, 
on tap to be able to talk to you, even if English is not your first language. The other thing you can do if you got a dodgy voucher from us at Midsummer, <laughs> or you want to fill out one of the surveys, um, you need some assistance to do that, or you want some more information about one of our working groups like the LGBTI Reference Group, you can call our office number on 039654-7389. And that is unfortunately just for Victorian residents, but obviously interstate people are welcome to get in touch and we can try and get them in contact with whatever services or partnerships we have in other states as well. That's about all we have time for. We have been asking our staff and our members for their song requests over the last little time. We have a Spotify playlist now, thanks to our communications worker with too much time on his hands. And we also um, have lots and lots of songs ready to go, all teed up from different people. I'm actually not sure who requested this one, but we wanted to have a theme of, I guess, renting, rental stress, landlord songs, but also poverty generally and, and trying to make ends meet. And this song falls into the latter one of those categories. It is called The Price of Smokes and it's by The Chats and we will go out with that now. See you next time. Yeah.